0: Welcome to the Brews Room on St. Bruce Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 in Cotterville, his brewmaster, Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, the owner of Shamrock's Pub & Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast,
1: Mark Arminia. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. Hey guys, welcome back. Another Monday slash Thursday Another episode of The Brewers Room.
2: I don't know that's how days work. Well, it's
1: Monday for us. It's Thursday for them.
3: Well, it could be any day. Okay. It's a podcast. How many people do you think I actually download this the minute it's available? Oh. I know I anxiously I don't know refresh St. Bruis. Brew- Thank you for sponsoring. I anxiously re- just refresh it, waiting for this to be posted. I
1: know 1,400 people that subscribe so that it is downloaded instantly.
3: Fourteen really? really? That's a lot. We're yeah. doing good. 1,400 people? Go on our Facebook page and tell us why. <laughs> I can't believe anybody listens to us. Like, really,
0: why would you take time here
3: to no listen to you. this shit? No one listens to you. Let's be very clear. No one listens. I'm the glue that keeps it together. Remember, it says it in my bio. Don't say that on your bio. You're right. <laughs> Only took you three and a half days to write that paragraph. <laughs> uh. He couldn't find
1: G. Uh, uh. I
3: am the glue glue i am the sticky substance that holds this together to <laughs> yeah, he, he knows <laughs> the word substance <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you uh you just got back from mexico literally yeah. hours ago yeah yeah oh really drank like, like a, today yeah
0: oh, oh like two thirty. down there for a wedding right yeah it was great mm-hmm. kelly cates uh my bartender it's on mondays and wednesdays for your trivia shows uh he got married it was cool uh i drank a whole lot of whiskey and uh a whole lot of shit, uh, Mexican beer. Where were you? Uh, Riviera Maya. Oh. Beautiful resort. It, I've not been to Mexico where they have top shelf booze. And, like, I mean, they would just... The pool bars had Jameson and stuff, which was
2: trouble. <laughs> do they have, like, a uh, a Mexican whiskey? Did you find any? Yes,
1: it's called tequila. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I swore to myself that I wouldn't do tequila. And I had 10 or so shots. But... <laughs> I uh, Just I don't know, man. I I have to be really in the mood, like, and a perfect level of drunk to even keep tequila down.
3: But yeah, I, I don't. But like tequila. I had four shots I at. Uh, I love at the tequila. reception. Really, I like tequila a lot. Yeah, I didn't know you were a tequila guy.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. I'll drink it, when, but it's not my favorite spirit really? by
1: any means. The first time that I ever went to Mexico, the resort we were staying was also on the Riviera Maya. Uh, at one point, the pool bartender got out from behind the bar and jumped into the pool, and he had two bottles of tequila, one red, one green, and he would go up to people, and like the small dainty girls, he would just start pouring the one. If he went up to a bigger guy or maybe a bigger girl, he would pour both of them into the <laughs> mouth at the same time, and as soon as you stopped swallowing it, it poured out of your mouth, he stopped pouring and moved on to the next person. Well, I decided it was going to be my goal. When he got to me, he had to quit before I did. <laughs>
3: Uh, wait, I'm sorry. And, did
1: he work for the resort, or was this just some yeah, guy? No, this okay. was our, our, our pool bartender, our swim-up pool or swim-up bar bartender. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so I decided I wasn't going to let him finish. He had to quit, not me, and I was successful. <laughs> I was able to continue to swallow all of that tequila until he went, well, I'm going to kill him. Jeff's <laughs> gag reflex is completely non-existent. Uh, if you need someone to not gag and swallow...
3: I'm your guy. Yes, I got to say, that was actually a really good story. I thought it was going to end with the word Murcielago, which is actually Spanish for bats. So I'm glad, that not <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's not where we no, went. I, uh,
1: I did disappear from the resort for a couple of hours. Um, <laughs> well, sort of. My friends couldn't find me. I was married at the time. My wife couldn't find me. The couple we went down there with couldn't find me. They started uh, roaming the entire grounds of the resort. We had met some Canadian guys there and they kept calling me St. Louis because, you know, obviously. <laughs> and uh, Brian, my buddy Brian, goes up to him and was like, Hey, have you guys seen Jeff? He's been missing for like an hour and a half. And they're like, Who the hell is Jeff? And he goes, like, St. Louis. They're like, Oh, St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, no, we haven't seen him at all. <laughs> Ready to party with him more, though. Let me know if you find him. Um, so, yeah, about an hour and a half later, they did find me. I was just on my patio, on the deck, in the room. Nobody just, thought to check the room for you no apparently when i went out there i kept the curtains closed because tammy was in the shower and i'm polite and uh yeah i just went out on the deck and took a, took a little power nap yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you drink more tequila that trip or was that it for you
1: not that day no <laughs> but yes the, the resort we were at was awesome because you could i mean like they just had tequila stations set up in the hallway so as you're walking from like your room to the restaurant you're going to There'd be a table of 12 different tequilas, different flavors, everything. Just help yourself. Tequila-flavored condoms. You had pretty much everything. <laughs> Nobody used a condom in Mexico.
3: <laughs> uh, one of the cool things Not even had- to walk across your bathroom floor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we, we paid extra for the, it's a, But they, they call it like a swim-out suite. So basically you stayed right on the edge of this lazy river that doesn't flow, you know? But then all the pools are connected. I think that's a just pool? called a pool. That's a pool. No, it's but a lazy pond. Know, like, imagine <laughs> like the, the land, or, you know, like a lazy river about the width of it, but you just hopped in at your room and then so a skinny you can eat
1: pool.
2: Okay.
3: It was a long bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> so you just the... had 10 tequila shots and just got in the bathtub. That's what the story is. <laughs> but yeah, it
0: was neat. So we all stayed on like the same row and everybody would just hang out at the pool and the The swim up bars were just ridiculous. We went to the same guy every time, and uh, we the bride and groom gave us like uh, Yeti cups, and we just take took those. So he would be like when we got to the bar, he'd be like, "How many shots? One, two, three, four? Is like, I mean, the cups this big. How you big know, is
3: it? It's about this big. Okay, let's but, again, uh, for the radio audience. Yeah. How big is it?
0: It's a Yeti cup. <laughs> you fucking get it. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you know, but at the end of the night, when you you know you're like, oh, I'm feeling great, you know, oh, I'll take four shots. That's just terrible. You shouldn't be able to just go and say, hey, I'll I'll have a whole lot of booze. Pour four times as much as you've been pouring for me. So I think that's what you pay for. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. What you should be well, able we, to tell them.
2: We did the Yeti cups on R O inclusive and uh, Dominican earlier this year, and that lasted for one day. We all kind of decided that none of us needed that kind of
3: negativity on our. Is that lives. why you got up on yeah. stage and danced? No, yeah. that happened on like
1: day four. We yeah. were, can, I, I can was we actually that? sober
3: that day. Can we post that on? No, really no, you would may like not. To,
2: yeah, we'll I talk to we Lynn. Need, Will can make we that happen? Make that happen. For some reason, because I didn't know anyone and it was going to make my wife very happy. It I got did make her unbelievably happy. for the BBA, yeah, Michael on stage for the Michael Jackson show. Uh, before the show started, they brought a bunch of us up there and made us do stupid Michael Jackson dance
3: moves.
0: It's just uh, Justin holding his crotch the whole time. It really is. I I did, honestly, I did grab yes, my crotch, that's
3: exactly
1: yeah. what the video is. Yeah. Uh but humping up onto his uh <laughs> tiptoes. <yeah. laughs> Left hand in the air, right hand on the deck, and yep. just going up onto yeah, his tiptoes. Yep. <laughs> that's a move, right? Like, salad. Dinner. I didn't make that
2: up. Like, I think I think that's something
3: that he did at some point. I I don't know. It was like you were I tried to moonwalk sex with a much that bigger. That didn't work well. Yeah. it's like you were trying to have sex with Yao Ming or something. It was kind of <laughs> like that.
1: I'll I'll I can text Lynn right now and I'll please. get that video. I can't wait. I can't wait. We <laughs> have the Yao Ming sex that? tape from the Dominican Republic, please. Thank you. <laughs> no. Yeah, but anyway, the yeah. Yeti cups are not a good good decision. No, it it was brilliant the first day because yeah. you know big drinks, you don't have to walk away from the bar, or if you do walk away from the bar, you still have your cocktail with you, lots of alcohol, the ice stayed frozen, and then you realize exactly how much alcohol it is, and, oh, I've only had six, well, they're six 32-ounce gin and tonics with 16 ounces of gin in each one. (laughs) Speaking of
3: hard liquor, going away from it a little bit, do you guys see, uh, apparently, and I didn't realize this, the NFL had a ban on alcohol advertising until this year, they, I mean, they just announced their, you could advertise beer all you wanted, but you couldn't advertise hard liquor in NFL games. Why would that? That doesn't make any sense. It's I bad business. <clears throat> well, I mean, they're stopping it now. Well, I mean, you couldn't advertise liquor until, what, 10 years ago? Maybe less? Mm, I don't know. They had a ban for a long time about advertising hard liquor. And I, I don't actually think there was a law that changed. I think all the liquor companies just kind of said, said, we're going to collectively start...
1: I would never noticed that before.
3: Yeah. I didn't either. I thought you could advertise... but I. There was an article about it saying the NFL... I've
1: never seen it on Sesame Street, either. I wonder <laughs> if that's why... I've never paid any attention. I'll be down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is People feel like alcohol isn't more bad for you than beer? Like, what? I don't understand the well, thought even, process behind that at all. Yeah, I don't not
3: not as big of a lobby. Yeah. Maybe. Know. Although, now they probably are. Yeah, they're probably the same lobby. Uh, but they have... They have very of nice specific, in the lobby. Yeah. like they have very specific rules. You can't have more than one liquor commercial during a commercial break. You can only have like a couple in the first half and a couple in the second half, and one of them has to be a like
1: drink responsibly, ad, yeah,
3: yeah, ad. So I, I just just thought it was very odd. Drink
1: safely. You can tell how close attention <laughs> I pay to that shit. <laughs> Americans are such a bunch of pussies. Safely. They really yes, are. They like,
0: are. Come on, like, does anybody like all these warnings? Is anybody really stopping doing it because your cigarettes say, oh, I'm just gonna but give I think the they're answers. mandated
2: by law, right? I mean, I know, I think, I'm sh-
0: yeah, that's not what I'm, I'm saying. Like, but also, no, it's part no, of their marketing, no right? One's, I
2: mean, you, no one's giving a shit. The type of woman who's smoking a cigarette and drinking a fifth of Jack doesn't give two shits that there's a government warning on that bottle <laughs> while she's pregnant.
1: <laughs> no, no. You ever see a picture that was making the rounds on the internet a couple of years ago of a pregnant <laughs> woman exactly smoking a cigarette it. complaining there was construction going on across the street and she was worried that the the noise was affecting her unborn child while she sits there puffing on a Marlboro. It was a red too, I'm sure.
2: It might have even been unfiltered. Might have been
0: <laughs> I did uh I did get sent to the principal's office at the airport when whenever we were coming through customs. How much weed were you trying to bring back? None No. <laughs> but uh so when you come through customs you have to go through a little thing and while you're we waiting for our luggage it says don't use your cell phone well i got through the check and i was waiting for my bag and my phone went off so i picked it up and this fucking bitch came up to me with a snarky ass attitude and goes do you not see the sign she put this mark on my thing and made me go to this, go to this like little <laughs> first of like, all she had
3: a minnesota accent accent
0: <laughs> green shot. do you not sharp. see the sign it no, just no, said it no, just no, said a I mean. and then under like underlined it <laughs> so then they shoot me to the side Shame. Yeah, I shame. <laughs> what a bitch. People in airports like are completely fucking miserable. Oh, How is the suicide rate
2: not when, higher there? When we were coming home through customs, there was thirty people in line on their cell phones, and nobody said a single oh, yeah. word to any of them. Oh yeah, I got in trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where were you? Got scarlet letter. What? What, le- what city? In St. Louis. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you had a direct? No, that's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. direct. Yeah. Those are really nice. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so some fucking security bitch. <laughs> you're
1: really giving it to so
0: the
2: if yep. she was really nasty to me the tsa and, people and by in general seem to be just fairly nasty we were listening to uh last week's show lynn hadn't heard it all yet so we went out to dinner the other night and uh we went to hodak's which apparently is a pretty famous st louis place it's been open since like the 60s they're they're known supposedly for their like fried chicken and waffles right uh, I don't know. I didn't have chicken and waffles. Mm. I didn't see that on the menu. I could have missed it. Whatever. I had fried chicken. I love fried chicken. I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be really good. I don't know if maybe it's true that Midwest people just don't like flavor because, <laughs> I mean, it was okay, but there was like no salt or spices or anything on it, you know, in it whatsoever. And I was kind of disappointed. Like,
3: was it, is the restaurant named after Hodor's brother?
1: <laughs> Died protecting a casino or something? Yes, <laughs> that's what happened. Right, it's the second Game of Thrones reference that we made in the last five minutes. We right. like Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, and I'm I'm fine with that. But uh, do you guys know Charlie Parko? You do. Mm-hmm. You yeah. All right. No. He's he's a regular, w- incredible guy. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but he was in tonight, and he he listens to the show, and he's like, I'm shocked to the lack of pop culture references or pop culture knowledge that you and Kyle have. I'm like, what? I <laughs> always kind of thought I was pretty good on yeah, pop culture. Too. And he's like, no, you didn't know what supernatural was. Like, no, no, no. I, I, That's I, his litmus test for this? That, that was it. But then I realized the reason he thinks you and I don't know anything about pop, cult- pop culture is because he knows fucking everything. I know.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: We did he, the,
0: I did the, uh, this, what is the thing with Kevin Bacon? Sixty seven degrees. Yeah, it's six. six.
3: It's six degrees. Yeah. I, I mean, that guy <laughs> sat dresses. there.
0: He did it for three hours. He was trying to get a beer or a bar tab out of it. If I stumped him, and I finally did at the end with Bernard Gilkey because uh, he was is in he that your cousin
3: or something. No, Bernard Gilkey played. <laughs> he was in an episode of Burn. No, he Notice. played the
0: outfield for the Cardinals. Oh. And in Men in Black, when the ship flies <laughs> over, he gets hit in the oh. head with a baseball, and he had no starting point. So I got him. Is that a credited
2: role? Does that count for the game? I don't think. Oh you're yeah, absolutely, it is. I looked it up yeah. on Andy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, don't, I think you're playing a lo- little outside the spirit of the
1: game. All there. you have to do is find a place to start. When you ha- that guy, he knows everything. He 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 really does. I mean, he sat here with Utaka and F bomb Mike, and they talked about directors and producers and stars even, that I had never even heard of. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know that guy. He starred in this movie as that ca-. No, dude, I have no idea what you're talking He knew everything about it. I, uh, we started talking about our uh, Alive or Dead uh, thing that we've got going for Game of Thrones. It's, he's like, I got to see it. So I went and I got him. He showed it to me. He thinks I'm going to win. Just <laughs> FYI. He's an idiot and has never seen the show then. <laughs> yeah.
4: We should tell. Well,
1: there. You, you got to tell everybody what it is.
0: We
2: went over it last week after the show. Oh, say I thought it was on the show. That's why I didn't no, know. we, we, we no, talked no, about no. it afterwards yeah. because Mark didn't remember it because apparently he was drunk. When I was we drunk put, drunk this to together, put this but together, <laughs> we were talking about Game of Thrones earlier this year. Whenever they released the dates for the next se- or season, and it just kind of came up like, who's going to be alive at the end of the series? Not just the season, but the series in it. You know, finale. What characters from the show right now will still be alive? So we put uh, twenty a list of twenty characters together. And uh, five of us sat down, and we picked Alive or Dead. And uh, Mark has
1: every single character dead.
3: Didn't I have one alive? No, no I had
1: no, one Justin alive. Justin has one. I had, I, everybody okay. dying except for the zombie king. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And then
2: Kyle and Jeff and... Uh, good boy. Good boy. All kind of had a mix in between of people being dead or alive. Um Somehow that sheet's going to get lost between the now and the next two years, I'm sure. It's taped to the door. I mean, we've had it for six <laughs> months now. We haven't lost it. We'll we can see. also
3: take a picture and put it on our phones or social media. I mean, Man, we could. We could. I mean, it's t- also, well, Yeah, you know, we'll, well, we'll
1: put it up on the page and people can uh, put their own answers Charlie's in. Charlie's favorite part of it was I didn't know the characters we were talking about, so I wrote down my names for them and, He's like, shadow vag. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so,
3: to let everybody in on that, Jeff, uh, when he started watching the show, was uh, you were kind of a reluctant customer, right? Yes, yes. Yes. So much so that he would drink a bottle of... No, I guess that was... was, was that, yeah, no, that's how it started. Would, yeah, that's how it started. He was yeah. going through divorce, to be fair. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he would drink a bottle of whiskey, and wa- but because he was shit canned and or falling asleep during every episode he didn't ever learn the character's names and so, they talk funny and they talk funny <laughs> so he came up with basically code names for each and every person uh my personal favorite is jorah mormont's who sir friend like that is oh. the best <laughs> that is the best name you've ever come up with mine's midget seymour hoffman <laughs> <laughs> but really I started <laughs> in wa- the
1: early episodes. He looked
3: a lot like Billupsy. <laughs> <Philip Seymour laughs> he didn't have Hoffman, the same right? hair. I I mean, they had the same hairstylist.
0: He, uh, I, I, I started watching it because I would come to to book club every Monday, and he kept using these names, and I'm like, all of a sudden, one hit me, and I'm like, I gotta see what the hell this guy's talking about. <laughs> you know, obviously with his drunken ramblings, I have no idea. I can't catch any story <laughs> or anything like that. But so I started, man. It's, it's probably my favorite show ever.
3: Yeah, but I've, I've and I've brought this up a lot to you guys. I just it has the potential to disappoint me like nothing has before. I don't ever remember being this invested in a show that was happening as I was participating in it. You know, because I kind of came. I didn't watch The Sopranos right away. I, you know, I Lost had kind of I, it fizzled out for me during the last season a little bit. I don't. This is the show that I'm. I I think it has the potential to disappoint me like nothing has before.
2: I'm actually watching. Uh <laughs> Kyle just got up to get I everyone was a ask beer. ask if you wanted Jeff. one. Once I got you <laughs> set all of those beers down in front of us, and Jeff just looks at me. I was just going to ask his, if he wanted one. I takes his, his cans off and goes over and grabs himself a beer. <laughs> um, you I guys, I'm
1: going to drink two. Well, thanks.
2: Sopranos, right now. I never watched it when it was on. Um, I don't know. I never got really into like the mob movies and stuff. So I, I kind of just didn't care. But I've heard so much about it. And I'm like, all right. and yeah. I don't have anything. I'm watching at the moment. I'll give it a shot.
4: It's, a, it's Good Boy's it's favorite good
2: show. show.
3: Good Boy says it's his favorite show, and I just don't...
2: I feel like uh, I'm on the final season right now. Yeah. I only have a few episodes left, and I feel like they just ran out of shit to, to do stories about. Like, You've already had 100 episodes of them doing you know, evil shit to each other and other people, and now they kind of ran out of that,
3: and they're, they're just kind of
2: grasping at things to do.
3: I think had I, I watched it when it was first on, I would like it a lot more. I think so many shows have have played off of it and have copied that that style and that dialogue and that realism
1: I, that i did watch it as it was on and it's it's top three for me of my favorite shows ever
3: see i just i and i like i said i, th- I think so many shows have kind of ripped off that style mm-hmm. and everything and done it a little better maybe that i sure. don't i just don't see i can understand why people think it's the best it's just not one of my favorite shows sure i mean, i yeah. liked it i but i didn't i just i don't think i put it in my top it, three it
1: was must see tv for me i mean every sunday uh, and uh, each season premiere, uh, again, my friend Brian. We used to have a party at his yeah. house, and we cooked pasta, and we put out the red and white checkered <laughs> tablecloth and shit. I mean, it was a it was an event for us. We'd whack a guy, we'd off a guy, we'd whack off a guy.
2: <laughs> it's it's one of those shows too, and we've talked about this with other shows that I don't think it holds up well with age, as far as like just technology and the way business is done and stuff like that. So yeah. watching these guys mm. with.
3: You know, using payphones to get a hold of each other to talk privately just seems so. You know, like that's my knock on the wire too. I mean, the wire that show finished in two thousand and four, and it feels so dated. Like people running around with pagers, and I mean, there's an entire thing about the police department trying to figure out if they can get a warrant for text messages. It just makes it seem so far removed from reality. And I love the wire. I think that's a fantastic show. But
1: I got through season one of that. That was it. But. That was kind of the drunken rambling days as well. So,
2: I tried to watch that a few times, and it, I just never got into it. Yeah. It seemed like maybe if I had caught it at live when it was actually on, uh, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But
1: Just FYI, Lynn just sent me the Michael Jackson video. So. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the video quality is not great, but let me see what I can do. We'll get it posted on the Facebook page. Let's see what you can do you... Uh, Yep. <laughs> enhance. <laughs> enhance. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the guys from the wire. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot him a text <laughs> page then.
3: <laughs> when Justin did enhance, he just started typing in the edges of his keyboard. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that like that would enhance or. Well, that didn't that work. work. Yeah, no. okay. that, that's You're, not You're not a foley. You're not a foley. I don't know what that means. Sound effects guy. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I've always seen it in the credits. Yeah. What's a grip? He's, I'm pretty sure the grip is the guy who operates the dolly the camera goes on. I
1: think so, too. Uh, okay. So okay. Mark knows this because his dad works in TV. And he knows all those famous people. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two famous people. But one of them he has sex with. No, wait. No. The what? Cousin. My aunt. You're related. Never mind.
3: <laughs> what?
1: I got confused. Yeah, okay. I was thinking you were fucking Susan Sarandon, but you're not. <laughs> Like <laughs> Suzanne <laughs> Summers. <laughs> yes, sorry.
2: Uh, he did. He did fuck Paul Rudd,
3: though. Oh yeah. Well, he, yeah. that
1: went without saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but what happens in Vegas? Yes. Go on.
3: Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he unleashed the beast. <laughs>
2: uh. Oh, so uh, we kind of. I brought this up right before the show started uh, last week we talked about uh, Rape beer and selling out some of their uh, stake to ABI uh, turns out there was an article today that said that that happened like eight months ago and nobody noticed so obviously they didn't do a whole lot of changes on the website where you know people saw a big difference in advertising or forum posts or whatever uh, and they also said that they're just not going to remove anyone's beer information. Like Sam uh, from Dogfish Head said he wanted all of his reviews and all of his information and everything taken off. And they just said, nope, this is um, public information. We're not going to do that. I'm
1: pretty excited to see where that goes. I want to see if Sam pursues it or not.
2: I w- I, he has no leg, I don't think. It was,
1: yeah, I, I have no idea. Probably not. I think but he was just asking for a courtesy. Um, like, hey, I don't want to am kind of hoping that he pursues it. I don't know why, but because, like you said, I don't think he's he's got a leg to stand on. He, yeah. There's nothing he can do about it. I just kind of hope he does. A
3: handful of years ago, ESPN tried to sue a bunch of people that were basically watching their games and tweeting, even other sports organizations. And basically, a judge ruled that it. You know, if something happens like that, it's just out in the world. You can't really.
1: ESPN per- sued for people tweeting their games. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, hey, so LeBron I made that three pointer. But posting stats, like, hey, LeBron is 22 for 34 tonight. but also, Oh, fuck you. Well, yeah, and a judge was like, no, this happened, even though you're broadcast. But I think it's, right. I think it's the same thing. Once it's out in the world, I don't know legally. Yeah, sure. Uh, there is a website called We Are Brew Studs, uh, but it has this oh, list. We really missed
1: out on that name. <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> it has a list of, uh, it's called the Craft Beer Cutoff. This is a reference page for members of the anti-beer establishment. So right away, I kind of hate them. But um, it basically says, uh, these are a list of brands who are trying to benefit from the power of craft beer, even though they are aligned with forces trying to tear it down. And they they have listed probably 15 breweries and then, I don't know, five or so websites, including Rate Beer. The websites Beer Necessities, October Good Beer Hunting, Beer Graphs, and Rate Beer are all at least partially owned or controlled by... I've never even heard of those. Yeah. No, I haven't either. October is a magazine, I think. Uh, I think it's a beer magazine. Uh, but it's also got a website. Huh. But apparently, AB, uh, ZX Ventures, AB put together its own venture capital firm mm-hmm. that basically goes out and just invests in these projects. And that's...
1: I think ZX is actually who bought Rate Beer. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah it is. Swordmine. Yeah, that's
2: exactly what it is. So... Why hasn't there been a conglomerate of craft brewery owners going around and buying up smaller craft breweries?
1: Because we don't have any money.
2: <laughs> Some of them do.
0: Like Lagunitas, like, like well, seven. Yeah. Are the ones that, I mean, like Stone.
2: Stone can go and...
1: Sierra Nevada, Lagunitas, yeah. Stone. No, I get it, but why would they want
2: to? I don't know. I'm just saying, why, I mean... Keep to make AB more from money. Buying them? Hey, we found this awesome craft brewery. It has the potential to be one of the types of breweries that Anheuser has sold or bought. Why don't we buy them and keep them in the
3: family? You can't compete with the amount of money that well, AB is going to I
0: guess uh, PAPS kind of did that when they got uh, not your father's. Right? Yeah, I, I they just saw Does something hot. They saw something hot there and they said, hey, we can make much money off this.
3: I mean, now, do but, you think eventually you'll see a bunch of mid tier breweries get together and form their own? I don't know distribution network. Uh, I kind of thought that
1: small town was opened up, you know, along the lines of Blue Moon, where they were always kind of opened up by the big boys trying to capitalize on it.
2: I under I'm pretty sure that guy started that brewery on his own. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Like with no no investment or anything. Like Mm -hmm. he brewed a bunch. They actually have a bunch of other beers they brewed too. He didn't just do root beer. Like he was a brewery. I think the trend just hit with. I gotcha. I didn't know. Beers.
1: I just kind of assumed it was a a blue moon because, like, I don't know that blue moon was a microbrewery before. before. Oh, so you know, Tenth Street or whatever. Tenth of Blake. Tenth of Blake. Thank you. You know, owned them.
2: Whenever Not your father, started getting a lot of distribution outside of Chicago, uh, a reporter tried to go and meet this guy and find out about the brewery. This was before PBR's investment, and he said one, it was almost impossible to get. A, he he tried for months to get this guy to let him even come up and see the brewery and it was in like the top level of a abandoned warehouse that had used to be like a sporting goods store or something and it was just like a glorified homebrew setup like the least professional system ever um and the guy didn't really seem to know that much about beer like he just kind of i think maybe started making this root beer for people and it turned into like hey you could sell this and he yeah. s- started making it for for real, and uh, just has had no idea about beer business or anything like that, and was maybe kind of looking for an investment, hoping that the trend would take off. And I, I think he just got lucky.
1: No, but uh,
0: I was looking. I went to uh, QT before I came here, and I was looking for Zima. Apparently, it's only <laughs> in Walmart's right now. But uh, that's where they decided yeah. to come back to Zima in Walmart. But I saw not your father's not your father's hard iced tea.
2: It's like, actually oh. pretty good. Is it really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Not that I shop in the 2 by 4 section very much. But, uh,
2: <laughs> we had a Microfest.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, I don't know. I mean, that root beer trend went really, really quick <laughs> yeah. once it got here. I mean, remember how, how big of a fad it was just
2: for a very short period of time. We used to go nuts for it up in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. This would be like one weekend a year that we'd go up there and we'd drink a couple of them and that would be it. Yeah, we mm-hmm. like, oh, that was I don't even good. know that we'd it's, have a couple. I yeah. think we had it's one. Mo- yeah, it's
3: a lot. Like it's it's such a. We added thick
2: a tap here at Exit Six just for that beer when it came out because it was so popular. Yep. Yeah. And we didn't want the uh, root beer to ruin the lines for other stuff. So. <laughs> and
1: two months later, we tore out the line and replaced it with new ones, and now we just have a rotating handle again.
2: <laughs> they have. Um, a vanilla cream ale, also, mm. and it is terrible. Yeah, really,
3: really, really bad. Um, I always thought their stuff was really, really sweet.
1: Yeah, very. Like, and their vanilla cream stuff. one is
2: like, like mouth eaten, puckering.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. Can we uh, open up a,
3: a beer? All right, so let's start passing around beer. Uh, first up is North uh, North Coast Old Stock Ale.
1: What year is this? Uh, 16. It's last year's. The other beers, two of the three of the other four beers are all aged, sort of. The MILF is last year's. And then we've got a two year old Chateau La Douche Bag from Second Shift and a two year old uh, bourbon barrel aged Old Ale from One Trick Pony.
2: I'm really excited to drink that beer. was fantastic when it was fresh. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm anxious to see how it goes. Uh, Mark, the owner of that gave me a case of it when i went up there he's a guy uh some of you probably already know this but we uh we met at a festival a couple years ago hit it off he's a really really cool guy and uh so we we keep in contact via facebook and stuff he's out of just outside chicago so he's a big blackhawks fan big cubs fan and when the (laughs) cardinals played the cubs in the playoffs two years ago we had a bet Loser had to go to the other guy's brewery.
3: Oh, that was this guy All Serve right. their
1: beer. Well, the Cubs won, and I had to go up there. Well, we w- made the same bet the following year when the Blues played the Blackhawks, and the Blues won, so he had to come down here. Well, when I went up there, he gave me a case of this stuff, which was new at the time, and we opened it, and it's amazing. So, anxious to see how uh, what it's done yep. in two years because yep. it's really good.
2: So. This uh, this North Coast is I enjoy this. You Did, do you like it?
1: Yeah. So you were yeah. breaking up there Sorry. in your yeah. throat.
2: <laughs> yes, this beer is good. It's super rich and malty and caramely mm-hmm. and vanilla. Me and you
0: are the complete opposite on of the spectrum on on
2: old, old ales. And, yeah,
0: and I love them. Yeah, no, yeah. I like them too, a lot. Yeah. Not my deal. The older kind in between.
3: Too. Like I, I don't, I don't know that I've I've been. I don't know if you put enough. I don't know if there's enough differentiation between old ales for me. They all kind of taste the same. Yeah.
1: Justin and I have actually said this before. I actually like an old ale that's really old and has gotten oxidized. Yeah, breaks out that cardboard flavor to it. I, uh, I think I it's real f- complimentary.
2: It's one of the only beer styles, if not the only one I've had, where a little bit of oxidation actually kind of helps the flavor, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know why. With that? It's just that sweet carameliness with that little bit of papery Nismine sure. In it. I don't know. I love the way that it tastes. It's probably weird. <laughs> I
1: don't. Think oh, it's, it's definitely uh, weird. I agree with you though. I'm, I'm on the exact same page. I like it a little oxidized. There was, oh man, I wish I could remember the brewery. Uh, it was an English brewery.
2: I used to bring some bottles in that I'd. There was a used to be a local bottle shop around here that had them, uh, but they were from like 1990, 1992. Like I would just go in there and find uh, the, the
0: Santa Claus. No. Uh, Ugh, that was, terrible
2: i don't know if i've ever had santa claus these it was an old ale that this english brewery was super famous for making and they made a new vintage of it every year and it was red wax short little stubby bottles um but go in there and they would just have like random 18 to 25 year old (laughs) bottles of it sitting on the shelf i know exactly
1: what you're talking about and i can't remember i'd
2: buy them up and we'd come and drink them and some of them were really good some of them weren't as good but I can't find them anymore, and I can't remember the name of the the beer. I can't either. John and James or something like that. I don't know. Nah, it doesn't matter. Uh, what do you guys... What Justin,
0: what do you really not like? Do you have a style that you just can't stand? Uh,
2: Wheat. I'm not a big wheat. Like Hefeweizen or wheat. like American wheat? Like Hefeweizen. Really? Or, or American wheat. I like Hefeweizen. Anything that's banana-y.
3: You know, yeah. so you yeah, get that okay. real German style, mm. yeah. you know, banana ester. I love that. Not mean, just like American, like generic American wheat beers. I mean, they're so innocuous. I just, yeah. But there's nothing to hate either. Like, Blue I don't,
2: Moon, Shock Top, you know, stuff on that. I guess Blue Moon's a Belgian yeah. weight, but it's kind of American. Like a Boulevard like, wheat, you just
3: don't care I for I don't them. care for them. That's, I'll drink them. Yeah, I don't, and don't I've ha- had like, good yeah. ones, but I, I don't know. I think hate, I hate beers that I. I wouldn't... Dr- like, I would drink that if there was... You know, like, that's the... It's just... There's nothing there. Like, there's just... It's such a bland style to me that I can't imagine hating it. I used to really hate ESB um,
2: for a long time, and then it's I finally... It's like Pale Ale's boring
0: brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'll drink anything, and I've had good beers in every style of beer that I've had, and I've had bad beers in every style. You know, it's... Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I tend to lean towards... Right now, I'm on Browns, Reds, you know, it's just kind of basic stuff. I kind of, I mean, I love a good, I love sours and barrel aged imperial stouts and old ales and barley wines, everything. But right now, I'm just kind of looking for <clears throat> easy, like crushable, yeah, just fault free styles of beer. You know, like I don't know, a good red or a brown, even a like pilsners and lagers. I got really excited about last year, which is a weird thing to get excited about. <laughs> it's the most boring of beer, right? But I'm in the same boat. When you see a beer like that uh, and you know you can't hide any flaws or anything in it, like it makes you appreciate the beer a little bit more, I think.
3: Sure. Browns for me. I just don't like brown ale. Hmm. What? I know. Yeah, they're
1: delicious. My, mine is Saison. Really? I, actually, I if Saison's. I had to... I, I'm, there's three of them that I just... I really, really don't like that I would rather drink something else besides drinking beer. Saison's, Doppels, and Doubles. Oh, I, man, I love a good Double. I don't. Yeah, me don't. too. Uh, I, I can Any beer that's run through twice. <laughs> I've got a better chance of liking one of those than I do a Saison. Saison's really my, my Achilles heel. I just don't like them. It has to be something special for Jeff to be like,
2: damn, this is a good Saison. Right. I really like Saison's. Yeah. I do most of the time. I'd say it's a style that I generally like, and I would order if I saw one. But
0: really, that was the last Belgian beers were the last ones that I really got into, and now I
1: now I'm all over them. Uh, there's Belgians. I, I used to say the exact same thing that I just don't care for Belgian beer, uh, but I've always liked triples. I I like a good triple a lot. Um, there's not a ton of them out there, but I'm a big fan of of triples. And then uh, the the Belgian sours, I, I've become. Really, really into this. yeah sours. That's, That's weird that you like I go to now. you like triples, but you don't. You won't go.
2: But I don't like doubles. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like quad's probably my favorite Belgian style. Uh, at least I love quads. Yeah, but, I mean that lends itself a lot to the never skip a leg day. You know, barley wine, and ales kind of fall in that right. same similar flavor profile. Yeah. So well, speaking you know, of saisons, <laughs> so this is That's a beer uh, buddy of ours, regular at the bar here, Bill. Um, he was in Memphis a few weeks ago and the uh, story is great. I told him that How to he get around? He walked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Six feet off the beal. Nine feet <laughs> off the beal. How high was it? <laughs> um I told him when he's there, go check out Memphis Made. It's a brewery that's right across the street from where we go and have a beer festival every year. We go out there for Cooper Young Beer Festival. It's in a really cool kind of hipstery area, I guess, of Memphis. It, it's kind I of like always, Soulard. I always
1: said it's Memphis' Soulard. It's really <laughs> neat, though. A lot of really
2: cool All right. bars and restaurants down there. And Memphis Maid's right in the heart of Cooper Young. And um, we always they always kind of host the after party for us. So we go there. We drink a lot of their beer. Super nice guys. And I told Bill, oh, you should stop in when you're there. And uh, he made sure to wear his exit six shirt that he had when he went in. Um, because sometimes if people know you're friends of industry people or in the industry especially in the beer community they take good care of you and uh, the bartender was one of the owners who remembered Jeff and I from being down there and he saw the exit six shirt and was raving about our beers and you know how Bill knew us or whatever and uh, once he figured out that Bill wasn't just like you know a scrub off the street uh, he started pouring some behind the scenes beers that hadn't got released yet and uh, letting him try a bunch of stuff And so he gave him a bottle of this unreleased, uh, I think it's a Saison. I haven't tried it yet. It tastes like a Saison. I'm pretty sure that's what he told me. And, uh, yeah, so he brought me up a bottle of it because uh, E6 helped him get free beer. So he shared some of the free beer with us. Yeah, awesome. If I had to guess, this is a much higher alcohol uh, Saison. This almost tastes like a... Triple slash Saison. Yes. Kinda of reminds me of Triple Wit from Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's got that sweet banana y flavor, but then it's got a little hint of some floral
4: yeah,
1: spicy notes on there too. Smelling a flower also. Like I don't know what which one or anything, but some sort of it's got like a yeah, got like yeah Eucalyptus or, or something sure. like that. Like I couldn't tell you what eucalyptus smells like. No, I don't, I don't think that's it. You ever had Vicks? Yes.
2: It's kind of like that. Like drank Vicks? Like, or like <laughs> do they make a liquid Vicks that you can drink? <laughs> you ever had Vicks? A Vicks sandwich. <laughs> do you use Vicks as lube? Either one of you. I'm oh, just, my no. God. That would be no. the fucking <laughs> most painful thing ever.
3: <laughs> I'm oh, going to need a know. minute.
1: Can we take a break? Hold oh on, God, Vicks on the cock. Yeah, what, what, oh. let,
3: let me ask you, what what would be worse, Vicks lube, Fireball
1: enema, Vicks lube. Oh, oh my God! I don't know. i More so than plenty f- of chicken wings. I don't <laughs> think the Fireball enema would be that bad. Does yeah, the inside you, of you, you, your you. ass have like nerves for feeling? Like, <laughs> have you never had really spicy chicken wings? Yes. The answer is yes. When you get an enema, that goes pretty
2: far up in there. I don't know. I've never had one. <laughs> Have you had one before? No.
1: Are you sure? Man, that would be a great story. For I don't you. know. Have
2: I? <laughs> What's an enema? The, then how do you know? Is how that deep like a finger?
1: <laughs> a knuckles worth? Just a knuckles worth? A knuckles worth. <laughs> then yes. No, no, no. No, all right. No, Most nights. <laughs> <laughs> but if 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 an enema is a knuckles worth, and an enema goes really deep in there, as you said, how big are the? How big are his hands? Uh, His hands are huge. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this went down a deep
2: uh,
0: Uh,
1: road. I'm still saying
2: uh, Vix lube.
0: Yeah, that's definitely got to be the worst.
2: What if you're fucking a volcano? The Vix lube's going to
3: be all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's one small-ass volcano. (laughs) Or a huge (laughs) dick. Do you know how many student (laughs) children's projects Justin has ruined by fucking them? (laughs) I love I love science fair day. <laughs> Eight kids, volcanoes. I'm gonna fuck the shit <laughs> out of those.
1: The kids or volcanoes? Come on now. <laughs> Let's not be gross.
2: <laughs> I just see like here, drink this fireball. I got Vix
0: in my truck. I'm go fuck a volcano, I'll be right bad. I see Justin like calling like a trans <laughs> transgender prostitute Hey, volcano. You coming over tonight? Like I feel like that is someone's name. I don't know. Like, why would you fuck a volcano? feel like, it's got to be another one, like.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> just, just my code be a n- word for "chicks yeah. with
0: dicks." Yeah, like a big one
3: though. This took such a weird turn. Remember when Jeff was just like, "Oh yeah, it tastes eucalyptus in this beer," and we're, now we're talking about fireball enemas and I don't know. Transgender <laughs> people named volcano. Justin is Joe versus volcanoing, and I don't <laughs> anything not to fuck Meg Ryan. You are. <clears throat> I would rather fuck a. Volcano than Meg Ryan,
2: I
1: think. No, <laughs> oh, not back in those days. You have this. Yeah. you have oh, such like, a weird yeah. thing with older actors. Looks- Meg Ryan in Top Gun was hot. No. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yes.
2: God, I don't. Think Meg Ryan so. and
1: the Doors was hot. I've never seen
2: the Doors. That was Val Kilmer, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's why.
0: Val
3: Kilmer's done some pretty good movies. I hate Val Kilmer as much as you oh, hate Saison. That amazing. is not her in that's Top Gun. This is her in Top I Gun. We are looking at pictures of Meg Ryan in Top Gun. Everybody, if you're listening to this right now, what? just take a minute and go watch Meg Ryan in Top Gun. What is up with her saggy eyes?
4: Like to, She has eyes.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What they're that's, weird. I, no, should, I don't. I did do not I find a her attractive. Okay, this is the no. this is the Kyle's gonna take it, just a jar full of Vicks and power through this picture of Meg, <sighs> Meg Ryan.
2: I don't know. I just not for me. We can have different opinions on what
3: we find attractive. I understand that. I accept that. I just think that you're wrong. So, if you were in the Top Gun universe, you would rather have sex with her than Kelly McGinnis?
1: Yes, definitely. Me too. Which one's that? The main main girl, the one that Tom Cruise had sex with that wasn't Iceman. The other one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta pick. I got to pick the instructor, I think.
1: Or not, whatever her job was. Yeah. 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 No, not me. I
2: don't know. Meg Ryan, just, there's nothing working downstairs for me on that one.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's the most chilling indictment ever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you did have to have sex with her, you'd have to get through it pretty quickly. And you know what you'd say at that point? I feel the need, the need, and the high five. I'd high-five her. Yeah, well, whoever. Just whoever was around. At, and then you grab the
2: ass. Can right? I high-five you? Will you be in the room while I fuck
1: Meg Ryan? 80s
3: Meg Ryan? Yeah. That was 30 years ago. That was 35 years ago.
1: Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, it was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what she looks like now. Well, but I she's three, so <laughs> probably still good, I'm guessing.
3: She looks okay. Yeah. How,
1: how old is she? In her 50s? 50s 60s? or 60s, yeah. fifty-five.
2: Jeff's age. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's not looking good. She, no. She's had a lot of work done. Yes. She's, she's had a lot. Of lot of she's work. got a
2: fucking Joker smile going. Yeah, she. Uh, her droopy eye. The top of her eyes have now drooped to the bottom of her eyes. You can't. You can't even see the any white part. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, quiet for a second.
1: Hey, we're back.
0: Wait, I, wait, I we just. I literally just we're did that. Back. No. What happened? You, you didn't give Jeff Bernard enough like break, and not had a long enough break. But you can't say we're back.
1: We don't take commercials, yeah.
2: We and we're start. back. Hey, if anybody wants to, you know, air a commercial during the show, feel free to uh, contact us <laughs> and give us money. Yeah. Well, that's a given. I'm doing this shit for free. We are. We are absolutely doing. this. Oh, shit. we are. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. it's actually costing. Are us you money. getting paid? <laughs>
1: Am I, not, am I the only one? <laughs> I need a new agent. I get a stipend check from St. Bruce agent. every month. It's the anti-Meg Ryan campaign. Pays them every month. <laughs> hey, in the event someone brings her up. No, ugliest sin. Yeah. <laughs> who who hates Royals Meg Ryan Meg yeah. <laughs> that Have you not seen the page? Oh, yeah. They, they, they hate her. Uh, so going back to uh, smelling flowers and shit in this beer... Um, I went to third wheel a new brewery that opened up here in st charles and tried their wit that they add rosemary to wit is one of those styles for me falls along the lines of a saison basically yeah I, I really liked it that rosemary just kind of added a do you a, like rosemary in general i i don't i've never met her mm. uh, <laughs> how about her baby no i hated her <laughs> abby makes good beer she does yeah <laughs> but uh no it. It really added a neat little me, dimension to that beer. Let me ask you this.
3: Uh-huh. Are there flavors in beer you like in beer but nowhere else? Or is there, I mean, is almost
1: 100% crossover. I'm trying to think of something that I don't. Uh, I can't imagine eating hops in anything but beer. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> but
4: that's episode, bitter. All right. I yeah. mean, unless
1: it's a pipe, I don't know where no, else you're going to taste something. that. something. Peanut butter. I don't really care for peanut butter in beers.
0: It's too much for me. I know that like peanut butter stouts are like a huge thing. No, yeah. no well, we're going the opposite. No, what either do you way, like, either like way. in beer yeah. but No, not, but I think that's yeah. interesting.
3: Like, is there something in no, it? Yeah, either I've got way. one yeah. for sure. Yeah. I
2: hate marshmallow. I've had beers, stouts with marshmallow in it that I've really enjoyed. But I would never, ever eat a marshmallow, ever. Yeah. Me S- s'mores, nothing. Really? I'm the same When will get them. the little bag of tiny marshmallows and just fucking pop them like chips? <laughs> <Ugh>. It's
1: <gross. laughs> I don't know that I could do that, but I mean... Marshmallows don't have a whole lot of flavor. They what just is it? Like it taste like sugar? I don't know. It's I it's don't it's like they do like I mean, yeah. 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 Like I don't right. like I hate peeps. And if you don't oh, hate I know, peeps, I hate, I hate peeps. you. Peeps. Everybody hates peeps. <laughs> Everybody on the planet, but my my little sister hates
2: peeps. Are peeps and candy corn like the two worst oh, things I ever hate. created in the in the candy industry? <laughs> in Thank the, you for adding that caveat. Oh wait circus peanuts that's got to be on the list oh, too oh fuck
1: you circus peanuts you like circus are awesome peanuts disgusting. those are just fucking make marshmallows They're marshmallows taste worse
2: than marshmallows
1: i don't know no, that i've ever awesome. had a circus peanut no what, oh what's God. next the fucking swedish fish just tastes too much like crab to you like come on it. no i love swedish fish
2: yeah. sixlets <laughs> are terrible sixlets sixlets that's and The whoppers. Kmart of m&ms <laughs>
3: that's a sixlet i've never heard so lids are
2: the above ground pool of m&ms
0: <laughs> what is a sixlet? It's like the little thing. It comes in a.
1: Why are you using your fingers? I'm trying to show you. It's okay. a tiny dick
2: ball of chocolate
1: with shitty candy on the outside. It's like this big. <sighs> All right. Yeah, you know what? Your fingers actually helped. Yeah. So it comes <laughs> like little, six little marbles in a. Yes. Yeah. You get them on Halloween, and that's the only time. I don't think you can buy them at a store, right? No, I think you can.
2: <laughs> no, you're thinking of the little candy things
3: you pop off the white paper.
2: No. No, no, dots. Those, those are, are dots. Delicious. I oh. thought those were
3: buttons. They're just candy dots or candy buttons. Hold on. Yeah. Uh,
2: did, <laughs> I'm pretty sure any time I've ever eaten the dot candy when I was a kid, like the paper came off with it, right? So you ate like oh, a yeah. little bit of oh, sugar yeah. and then a bunch of paper. Yeah, but it still yeah. tasted good.
1: No. It, no. I <laughs> don't know oh, well, when you were seven, it did. Yes, yeah, so you no, just I mean, wanted the sugar. Right. Yeah. You didn't care about the
2: paper getting stuck like, between ooh. your teeth
0: on the
3: candy uh, uh, i don't think i've had circus peanuts i have a thing with you've can- never had a circus i peanut? don't know that i've had a circus peanut really yeah okay. i don't
1: oh i'm gonna fix that
3: yeah i don't i, I know i'm buying I circus kind of, peanuts
1: you're gonna try it on the show next week yeah
3: fine I look I, I haven't been avoiding them or anything i just don't <laughs> I, I don't know that i've ever had them
1: no i want you to try and prove to him that they're fucking delicious okay yeah That'll win you an award
3: or something. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I don't know how me putting something in my mouth makes it so Justin likes it, but uh, yeah, willing to try it. (laughs) Just
1: anything to prove him wrong.
3: Uh, Candy corn for me uh, is one of those things. If it's around, I will eat it, and I hate it.
1: But But you're still gonna eat it.
3: Oh, if I, I have, I don't. My family has this thing. Like, if there's food out, we do something called stupid eating. We will just—it doesn't matter what it is. As it, it doesn't matter how full we are, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. If there's food on an island somewhere, my grandmother's notorious for this. She just leaves food out, and I, she's only really happy when she's feeding people.
1: When I came and met you at your brother's house uh, over the winter, I walked into the house and everybody was just standing around the island eating is chips and did. salsa. This Nobody was did. in the—I mean, yeah—the hockey game on. No one was in the family room. Nothing. Everyone was just standing around shoveling my grandmother we call it food
3: panic about every day at 10 o'clock she wheels her walker over to the front of the fridge and she's just sighing to anybody who listen. and she opens up the fridge and she just says we will never eat all of this food and she just puts it out and so one of two things happens people will scavenge it like we're a bunch of fucking vultures or it will rot and we'll have to throw it out this is her way of getting through food but well, you yeah. might as well eat it at that point yeah so but anyway every now and then somebody will put out candy corn and I will just be compelled to eat it by a force beyond. The
1: only time I will ever eat candy corn is if it's in a bowl of peanuts. I was just going to say the same thing. That's like the, the dry, dry roasted, roasted peanuts. Yeah, and,
2: and it's like a one candy corn yeah, to never a handful of either. nuts is yes, all you need.
1: Exactly. It tastes like a payday. Yeah, like a payday candy yeah. bar. You take one candy corn. Is this come pre-made or do
3: people make this? No, it's just people like, make this. Oh, yeah,
1: and you okay. take like like six or eight dry roasted peanuts and one candy corn. <laughs> And yeah, no, the, you get, but don't fuck up the ratio, otherwise no. it tastes like
2: candy corn. If you get to the bottom and all the candy corn have like settled, and you just go in for a scoop and pop it in your mouth,
3: and it's like nineteen candy corn into one peanut, you're you're in for a bad time. Yeah, you're not gonna have fun. <laughs> I guess I'm a little surprised. Maybe not, because maybe this. But I'm a little surprised there aren't more beer crossovers with brand name products that way. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, here's here's why does why because you Ruth. Can't
2: make a baby Ruth beer because baby ruth is you think candy you think kids i think there's just a you don't want the there's
1: no yeah, way the okay. uh so it's the, okay battle so that's, would, yeah, would, right. would allow that you know
3: you don't think they'll ever be relaxed or i don't know maybe you're right maybe it is like just i don't see the, the ttb
1: we were actually i was just talking to some customers tonight you know remember the budweiser frogs they got rid of them because it encouraged kids to drink the lizards were fine they replaced the frogs with the lizards lizards no kids <laughs> frogs kids it's so weird baby ruth i think yeah that's going to equal kids I've uh, asked a trivia question before strom thurman actually
3: investigated ab when they introduced spuds mckenzie oh. because he thought they were marketing he thought spuds mckenzie was marketing towards children or could be construed that way pussification
1: well strom thurman's an well, strom asshole, thurman so. was a crazy person right i mean very minutes. very much though so.
2: yeah i mean we adults like Thing kid things
3: too, still like that's why we have peanut butter chocolate stouts and but we're also shit in like the that, age of you know? monetizing nostalgia. I mean every piece of media now is a a remake or a recreation of something from your childhood. Like it's just it's kind of the point it's if we're could, at now.
2: If you could make one beer uh, a crossover candy,
1: beer, not what even would you do? candy. I'm trying to oh, think candy? of... Oh, uh, candy? Yeah. Yeah. If I could make a beer that tasted like a medium rare filet and a loaded baked potato, that's what I would really like. <laughs> but that's not candy, so... <laughs> Just drink some ajus, bud. <laughs> no. I thought you didn't like ajus.
3: 53 minutes. 53 minutes. Take that one out. All right. <clears throat>
2: You don't have a candy bar or something that you think would work with a beer, but no, oh, one's I have. Done I mean,
3: honestly, but something, I mean, I mean, Reese's Pe- like something with peanut butter. I mean, what I see, I love Reese's peanut butter cups, but I hate peanut butter and beer. Well, you're going to hate a
2: beer we're getting ready to brew. Oh, what wait. Is it? No, we're not doing, are we? Not peanut you're butter. You're the brewmaster. No, no, I was thinking of, uh, Tony Rocky Horror. That's right. my peanut butter. We,
1: we've got a plan. We, I mean, we might as well let you know now. We, we're six months in advance, but uh, uh, one of our events for St. Charles Craft Beer Week next week is we're going to do a St. Louis Craft Beer Week. No, St. Charles. St. Charles Craft Beer Week next, next year. year. Oh, okay. Not next week. <laughs> we're going to, to do a uh, Girl Scout cookie and beer pairing. Mm -hmm. I know that's been done before, Mm -hmm. but these beers actually taste like the Girl Scout cookies. That's the goal. Cool. So we're making a beer called Tony Rocky Horror, which is modeled after, if you've seen Pulp Fiction, you'll get it. But if not, that's all right. Uh, Modeled after a Samoan, a chocolate caramel coconut beer. And then we're going to do a chocolate peanut butter stout, a Girl Stout cookie. So those are the three that are on the list right now. Girl Scout cookie, there's actually a. I mean. I mean that's a crossover, right? I mean, when
3: we talk about putting flavors of something. I mean, not candy related, but certainly cookie related. Sure. I mean, sure. That's...
1: I mean the, the thin mint was the inspiration behind that. Burger, yeah. So, I, I mean,
3: guess I guess I, even even though after you said it, I'm surprised there aren't more crossovers. Even if it's even if it's obscured, you know what I mean. Where you so make uh, a,
1: again, if you could make one,
3: what would it be? Zima flavored Skittles, I, or Skittle flavored Zima. Yeah, I think that's what I did. You not go
1: to high school? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was were Jolly Ranchers? Fuck you. Um, he was homeschooled.
1: <laughs> no, jolly Ranchers were terrible. They took forever to dissolve. Skittles worked way better. I never actually did that. I don't. I don't know that I've had
3: Zima. Now that we're talking
1: about things, Man. I don't. I had Zima. I even had Zima Gold. Hmm. Oh no, they both suck. <laughs> yeah, I actually people. don't know there what that means. So I we're like, I even had to, yeah, you didn't know you don't remember Zima Gold? No. It was Zima, but, but gold in color. Did it have
3: gold flakes in it? Like, no, like gold
1: shells? No, it was just simply yellow. <laughs> okay. I mean, it almost looked like beer, but didn't. And no, it was awful. It was worse than regular Zima. And regular Zima was fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed Zima in middle school. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, never. Oh, God damn. This is good. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> right, so We've moved
2: on now. Uh,
1: we're on the one, one trick pony barrel aged old ale. Yeah. Bourbon barrel aged old ale. I don't know if they add vanilla, but there is a shit oh, ton of vanilla this in this. This is really good. It's so, uh, 10.5%, 60 IBU.
2: It's funny. So they put the SRMs on here mm-hmm. just in case you didn't know it was black. right
3: yeah uh i just i I just thought of this like a kit kat beer like why not make a kit kat beer and call it give me a break you know what i mean something like that like i'm surprised like wafer
2: cookies and chocolate yeah Yeah.
3: all right i could see that i'm a little surprised that's not more of a trend yeah where you're where you're not only making a beer but trying to connect it very definitively but you know not directly to a i think you
2: would make that pretty easy you take like a a Vienna lager or something super biscuity and bready already. Just add a little bit of cocoa to it. Yeah. Maybe some toasted oats or something. And what's there.
1: the other flavor in a Kit Kat? Is it peanut butter?
2: No, it's just chocolate, no, it's just and, just chocolate and
3: wafers.
1: Really? That's it. Yeah. Okay.
3: No, there, I think there's something go else. Another flavor. It's something else in the milk chocolate, like uh, not nutmeg, but what's the other uh... hazelnut? Yeah. I think it hazelnut. Maybe. no,
1: Are there hazelnuts in Kit
3: Kats?
1: I don't think so. Uh, There's more to a flavor of a Kit Kat than just chocolate and cookies. Nougat? Is there any nougat in there? There There's no no nougat.
2: nougat. We Googling it? Did you know that, uh, so uh, of course you guys probably did, but uh, for those at home who are playing along, Kit Kat has a ton of flavors overseas that we don't ever get here. Yeah.
1: Why did you think I knew that? This is news to me. Oh, I just assumed. Yeah, yeah, so
2: Japan is... Like squid
1: or... Here's, oh, oh fuck, my I'm God. Oh yeah. No. You should see, there's a yes. hundred different flavors here of Kit Kat. Is squid really one of them or is that a joke?
2: Uh, they have soy sauce, but uh, squid is not listed on their oh, okay. uh, flavor. Oh, um, Christ. Um, soy sauce. <laughs> I'll give you eight reasons why that's a bad idea. <laughs> Hacchiato cheese and chocolate is a flavor. What the fuck is Hacchiato? I don't know.
1: Okay. Cantaloupe cantaloupe kit kat okay. miso soup. edamame At, you know the little uh, beans. hold on seaweed? i'm still stuck on uh, on cantaloupe i think that actually sounds pretty good um, no i, I don't know f- fruit and chocolate is just a good combination right. i think that works pretty what well. is what edamame uh, edamame soybeans okay no that's gross yeah okay. corn Porn? corn corn rock salt shikiwasa sake oh rock salt would be good Corn corn and chocolate. Why do you want corn and chocolate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Japanese people are weird. Yeah. Yuzu. Okay, again, Citrus fruit and, and chocolate. chocolate is yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, those orange chocolate the chocolate oranges you smash on the wall. And... Ooh, I hate those too. Oh, man, no, those are, are awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah, those things are good. Uh we just had a beer on from the brewery. Um it was part of their Share This series. Yeah. It was called O C and it was orange chocolate. It tastes just like those Giant chocolate candy ball, or chocolate orange balls. You always get it. It, Those only come out at Christmas. Yeah, I don't know why. Like I could go for one of those
1: right now. But there's a lot of things that only come out in Christmas. Like candy canes.
2: You'll get candy canes during
1: the regular year, and I like candy canes. No, they're just called mints otherwise. (laughs) Well, yeah, but they're not in that shape, and the shape's
2: the best part. Did you? Did you ever? Uh, you like sharpen the end of it? You know, like always to, to a point. Yeah, <laughs> I do how, blood on my sister more than once. See how thin you could get the, the yeah. needle on the end of your candy. Cane. When it breaks, <laughs> you're like <Absolutely>. heartbroken. Yes, <laughs> fuck. It took you takes you like twenty minutes to get that needle. You know, yeah. just right, and then you accidentally hit it on your tooth or something. It breaks the point off, or, or, or stick
1: your tongue with it and draw blood on yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst feeling in the world. In the world, in the world, it's between that and uh, Vicks Vapo Rub lube. <laughs>
3: I still can't believe you guys think a uh, fireball enema is a thing
1: that's not at least worth considering. I, I, that's just butt chugging fireball. I mean, you could get drunk and yeah, you're fine. It's
3: all right. <laughs> oh, Jeff's spoken. You're fine. Okay, yeah, it's which cool. means he's he is a doctor. He's, well, I think it just means he's tried. Anything out with you hear on
2: the show that has to do with medical anything, it's legit. Take it. Uh-huh. We're serious. Yeah, yeah. Do we have to say no? We like. Can we say that? No we, no, we cannot. Okay, don't take anything Jeff says about I'm, medical. Uh,
3: <laughs> battle from the TTB just came out of retirement and said, uh, fuck you,
1: Jeff. Why? it didn't go on a beer label. <laughs> I'm not giving medical advice on the beer label. You got to download our shit for me to, to get this kind of <laughs> why did you just hold? Why
0: did you just hold Because I was, your getting, earphone, a call. Like I was getting a call like in you're, my you're, earphones uh, you're, from Battle. He, he's like on, you're on the, the Like you're the district manager of Target. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: And mm. not a reporter like no. like this is what no, this, is this is universally. a manager like, of Target is better. <laughs> look, I'm not a DMT. Come on, just <laughs> terrible. You look great in red, though. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs>
1: uh, this this old ale is awesome. What yeah. do you like it's, it? Yeah, I really do. For a guy that doesn't like old yeah. ales, that's. Damn, it's chocolatey. It's good. It's got a little bit of oxidation to it
2: already. A hint, which I'm enjoying. When did this come out?
1: Fifteen. Okay. I still have like six or seven more bottles at home, so I like this a lot. Gonna sit on them, see what happens. What was the other uh, barrel aged beer you brought? They had an imperial stout. Yeah, you still have some of that left too. Uh, maybe.
2: Yeah, that. Was I just knew cool.
1: that I wanted to grab one from them when I before I left the uh, house today. I'm like fuck, we need beer for the show. and uh, So I grabbed the Chateau Le Douche bag, and then I'm like, oh, you know what I want? I want something from, from Winter Capone. I haven't had one of those in a while. So I just kind of opened up the case and they had shit stacked on top yeah. of it. Reached in. Hey, there's a bottle. Pulled it out. So I don't really know what I've got. I just know,
2: <clears throat> Fresh, when they came down, or when you brought those back down from Chicago, I, I, I think I liked the Imperial stuff better at the time. Yeah. And uh, right now I might changed my mind on that because this beer is really really good
1: yeah he yeah, has ever had uh up northern illinois just outside chicago like i said um made the trip up there when, when i lost that bet and i hit them three floyds 18th street uh the four roses three roses wild roses something like that and Oberfalls. falls and one trick man they are crushing it uh everything he was Pretty much the best beer that we had in that area. And number two was 18th Street. Three Floyds mm-hmm. doesn't even make the top three, man. Three Floyds was not great up there. I don't know if we've <sighs> talked about this on the show, but we've had a lot of customers come in that have had really bad experiences at Three Floyds. The service was terrible. The food, I mean, I got a a cup of bacon. I don't know how you can go wrong with that. <laughs> no, you it's, can't. It's, seriously, it's a cup full of bacon. It was decent. <laughs> but everything else we ate food was <laughs> awful
0: <laughs> this, this has been going on for terrible. years though
1: like people have said this about that how rude they are and shit yeah. whenever you, whenever you go up there i mean i waited in line at their uh little to-go station and those guys i mean if they could have kicked me in the testicles they would have <laughs> uh, they just had that attitude to them I, I mean outside of their big three the you know gumball head arctic Panther wolf alpha king Zombie Dust. Dust, Zombie Dust, yeah, sure, okay, Big Four. They're, I mean, there they're riding high off Dark Lord. Fun. Yeah, I don't think Dark Lord's that good. I
0: had the, the last three years. I have I've, I've not liked it. Last two years, I had this year's. It was really good.
1: Really, it's, really, really good. I just think that they're. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big Three Floyds fan. I think you know Zombie Dust was good when it
2: came out. It's kind of one of those things like Pliny, where it was right. a little ahead of everyone as far as yep, big yep. in your face IPAs. I've had it numerous times and it's fine i've had plenty of st louis ipas that are very similar and i would put as good or better and then you have gumball head which is a hoppy wheat there's not a ton of people doing hoppy wheats uh and i think it's good but i've had other hoppy wheats that taste just like it you know what you call it from four hands blows it out of the water contact high is yeah i mean i love contact high i would
1: drink contact high over um gumball head yeah I mean, I I, I don't want to talk shit on Three Floyd's. I really don't because, but you are. like like you said, they were they were trendsetters. Yeah. They they were ahead of the time. They were ahead of the curve, and I gotta respect them for that. I just think that they get more hype than what they actually deserve. Maybe
2: they're putting out beers that we don't know about because we don't live in the area that are great, and people still love them for that. I mean, Maybe, they were I had I had everything they
1: had on tap up there. When I was there. Maybe it was a bad day. I don't know. Yeah. but
2: Blacker was really good. I did really like that from them, that collaboration with Yeah, I with say the that Surly. was a collab. Yeah. Uh,
3: so and that, I don't
1: know that Surly makes a bad beer. I love everything I've had from Surly. So Three Floyds is basically
3: the Meg Ryan of breweries. They were good a while ago trendsetters, but now you look <laughs> at them and you're just like, mm. I mean, I kind of yeah. remember why I liked you before, but...
1: You know, I just said I, I don't think that Surly's ever made a bad beer, and now Todd has left Surly to go to Three Floyds, so... Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll shirt. I, don't turn shirt I around. think overrated was
2: just okay. That was like their. Oh, IPA. I like overrated. I do it's too. Fun. It's just it's just an IPA. It's just fine. Man, can't you say that about every IPA? Yeah, I yeah. can. But if you're saying Surly does no wrong, like I'm, there's definitely beer. You can't that say no that, that it was all bad. Beer, I mean, yeah. I guess it wasn't I mean, bad. It was just okay. Bender no. is one of my favorite beers, though. Yeah. Coffee Bender especially. I love that beer. Me too. I want to drink some. So anybody that's listening, if you have any Coffee Bender and you want to bring it up for us to drink, feel free.
1: We won't charge you or anything. I will trade you any beer that we have on tap for a Coffee Bender. One for one. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is mean, a fair deal. No, I mean, yeah. yeah. You know what? i to play a little game too. It's not really a game. It's just something for me. The only way that we're advertising this, you've got to actually be listening right now. The first person that posts onto the Bruise Room webpage on Thursday that says, uh, give me a phrase, quick. Shenanigans. The first person to post the word shenanigans on the Bruise Room, Bruise Room Facebook page, I'm going to give a $20 gift card to. Hey, look at that.
3: Wow. They it's can just, buy so many mozzarella sticks and, it's just and buy first, all the goofy shit. I, I want to
1: see who the the first person to uh, to listen to the show. Can it be me? No. <laughs> Constantly refreshing.
3: Constantly refreshing. So let me ask you guys something that I don't think I've ever asked. Like when you when you sit down, like what is your? Why do you guys pick to brew the beers you do? Do you have a strategy, or is it just something that strikes your? That's
1: what the chicken in the back tells us to do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I don't know we um,
3: just we were briefly talking, right? I mean, all of these breweries are constantly trying to one up each other, and I mean you're you're trying to you're trying to stay ahead of trends and everything like you guys don't strike me as people who necessarily do that, but I just didn't know if you guys have a a strategy like a, a say, of, we
1: make yellow beers in the summer and black beers in the winter, and yeah we do a lot we try to do some
2: experimental stuff though too, you know yeah um, I don't think we're making goat ball stouts like you know some breweries are doing but what <laughs> i think yeah. it means rocky mountain oysters
0: oh
3: we don't have very many goats around here though.
2: no that's we problem. had uh, <laughs> that brewery from the, uh the goats uh, don't grow <laughs> I think it was, oh. I love, well
3: i was like oh yeah you, this, the reason you're not doing that's because you don't have access to goat balls Damn. to all
2: or nogne or somebody made beer
3: with goat
2: nuts
1: yeah and we drank it yeah we did yeah we had Rocky, Rocky Mountain Oyster
0: Stout too. We, sure. I say,
1: we had that one from the Ozarks, sound. Yeah. It was actually really good. It was really good.
2: I don't know, it, a lot of times when we're just sitting around and like, you know what would be a good
3: flavor of beer? And just kind of come up I with didn't something. Know, and, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I knew you guys did that. I didn't know if you had maybe, I, I didn't know how often you see a style and want to emulate it or think you can do better. I mean, how for, much of that For the process most part, is, I mean,
1: when, when we first started, it was like, this sounds good. No one Let's else is do doing it. it. Sure. Let's try it. And then now we've just kind of got, you know, people expect it. You know, the raspberry, jalapeno, cream ale, our watermelon wheat, you know, uh, thin mint. I mean, girl stout. It's the first chocolate mint stout I had ever had. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else was doing it before us. I know a lot of people are since, but uh, it's just, it, it's shit that sounded good. And How many beers are you going to release this year that you've never made before? Probably more than any other year. Yeah, probably. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've got the Berliner Weiss on right now. We've yep. never made that before. We've got Mango IPA Mango coming IPA. on next that we've never made that before. We got Tony Rocky Horror coming up soon that we've never made that before. Um, Pineapple Berliner, we're doing that. Yep. Um I feel like we had a new one on earlier this year too. We did, we, and
2: I can't remember.
1: I can't. Uh, either. The Sour Brown. The Brown. Brown Guard. Oh, Brown-Gohart, oh Brown-Gohart,
2: that Brown Guard. That yeah, was new. Was yeah. New. yeah. Uh, the Old Bruin. Um
1: I already forgot what we called that one. <laughs> the old brewing. Um, that wasn't Eiffel Tower, right? It nope. was, uh Fuck, I don't, I don't remember you. We're going to remember we, our own beers. That's we, how many we, we make. Brew, yeah, we've had a lot of beers this year,
2: new stuff. And we're kind of, actually, last week when we were deciding what seasonals we needed to come out with, You know, we flipped through ca- last year's calendar and see what did we brew at the time. And we were both kind of like, eh, if we didn't make this beer this year, we wouldn't be we upset. We would yeah. Um, some of the beers we can't not brew, though, because people would get mad and, you know, we have sure yeah. certain styles that people come in for and sell really fast and, you
1: know. I'd like to ask another uh, question of our listeners. Should we or should we not make a pumpkin beer this year? You didn't last year, right? We did not. That was yeah, the, first the first year we never, you never made a pumpkin. Right, we beer. were the only brewery in the entire world that didn't make a pumpkin beer.
3: Yep. Well, I mean, the problem is if you're going to make a pumpkin beer, you got to release it in the next eight days. Like right,
0: I mean, the exactly. Season,
1: Jeff. You know, Sam Adams is soon. coming out any yeah. day now. I told you this. <laughs>
0: you should do. You should flip flop the seasons at some point and do a, do pumpkin, a pumpkin
1: in the spring. spring. Yeah, I mean, people, honestly, people, it's not a terrible people idea. T- people
0: take a break. From pumpkins, but then you know when Schlafly releases theirs, like you said, in eight days, you know they'll people are like, okay, we go through all the way through October. You know, God, I, that's one of the most irritating things for me as as a bar owner. I know you get pissed off too about how yeah. many
2: pumpkins there are. That's I, why. That's why we didn't do one last year. I don't like pumpkin beer, yeah. so I was all about not making one. I, I they really
1: suck to make too on our scale.
2: Yeah, it's they're they're tough to make. It's a a pain in the ass. I don't like them, so I don't get enthusiastic about it. You can't taste the love in that beer when you come in here when I drink yeah. pumpkin <laughs> beer. I, think I know that's why do, you all come in and drink.
1: You should do a habanero pumpkin stout. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. Uh, we actually do have a uh, beer on tap. You know, uh, Justin mentioned that we're doing the Pineapple Berliner. We're going to have a reserve on uh, just one cask that we're going to take the Pineapple Berliner I don't know why I can't say that right now. Pineapple Berliner. Pineapple Berliner. Pineapple? A pineapple <laughs> pen. Uh, <laughs> uh, pineapple Berliner. We're going to add coconut and habanero, too, which I think sounds awesome. So,
0: last year, last year O'Fallon did a jalapeno pumpkin, and
2: it was really good. But it really? wasn't a
0: stout. Yeah.
2: I, I like spices. I like spicy in beer, and I think peppers and spice go with a lot of flavors. I just can't picture, maybe because I don't like pumpkin, so it's hard for me to like put
1: those flavors like together in and, and my head and, and make them make sense. I agree. I didn't have the jalapeno pumpkin beer that O'Fallon made. It was don't... only at the brewery. Oh, okay. We just happened to go buy, me and Kelly had a beer. Gotcha. And you liked it? Yeah, it was really good. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. We should do I a brewer
2: beer. We could. You guys
1: gonna come in and brew with me? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah if we're gonna do it, yeah. then you two are That'd coming fun, in. Like Otherwise, it's just, just it. another day of work yeah, for right, me. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I'll watch you while you clean. Cake. You guys come up with a flavor. Uh, we'll tell you if it's stupid or not, and Kit, then we can brew it. Let's make
3: a Kit Kat bar. Let's make a Kit Kat. We got
1: figure out what flavor. that other flavor is because it's not just chocolate wafers. There, there's not. another flavor in there. If it's like hazelnut, that's pretty it's easy not to hazelnut. No, we Whatever. could, uh, I mean, oh, speaking, of we hazelnut. could get the the listeners involved again too, and say, to, yeah. you know, if we're gonna do a a brewer's room beer, let's let's let the listeners. We'll I do a it's poll. It's gonna be it about on. being like an anchovy, durian, <laughs> <laughs> anchovy durian fruit,
2: <laughs> Caesar dressing, saison. <laughs> <Cezanne. laughs> how common. <laughs> Caesar Dressing Saison doesn't actually sound terrible. (laughs) I love Caesar Dressing. (laughs) You do (laughs) uh, We've got a... So Friday, I found a couple of kegs of things that we were just kind of holding on to for whatever to play around with. And we uh, took one of our kegs of Brown Go Hard and we added some hazelnuts and coffee too. And it is unbelievably good. I'm really excited to drink some more of that. I tried it today and it's awesome. We... (laughs) We also have a uh, blonde ale that I found a keg of from last year. We were going to save it for something, and we never ended up using it, so it's just been sitting in the cooler. Uh, I added some uh, blood orange and grape compound to and it tastes like high C, and it's yeah. delicious. <laughs> There's still half a glass oh, right yeah, you there. It's probably warm, it but seriously, you should try it. It um, tastes like orange high C. And then uh, we've also got a keg of an Irish coffee uh, vanilla cream ale. Cool. Which is also pretty good.
1: Oh. It, you can like actually taste the whiskey in it. It's it's pretty amazing. Oh,
2: it smells
3: awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's real sweet. It's real fruity. But yeah, but no, that's, that's, it's pretty that's tasty, orange right? high C. Yep. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just feel like thumbs up. I'm ready for the second half of my soccer game now.
1: <laughs> I just had this picture of you with the with, <laughs> with Mar- like looking like Marlon Brando chasing a kid.
3: Oh, <laughs> with the orange slice. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Even on Godfather, I was trying to figure. I th- yeah. Okay. <laughs> he died in that scene.
1: I know. Super spoiler alert. We opened another beer, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This is uh, last year's milf. Uh, goes great with high C. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Milf from Mother's Brewing. It's their Imperial Stout, and uh, it's good.
3: good. Really good.
1: I like it. I'm still getting a lot of vanilla, which I think was probably left Maybe over from uh, yeah from the uh, uh, One Trick Pony beer. I kind of wish I had rinsed a little bit, but I still like it.
2: Yeah, I always enjoyed this. This beer and uh, Three Blind Mice are probably my two favorite yeah, mother's beers. Yeah, they're a uh, big brown beer. They did, uh, was it Three Blind Mice they did the raspberry yeah. uh, version of that was really good? Yep. Our former intern, Jared, is a brewer down there now.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got to make his own beer. Which, yeah. And he chose a Saison like an asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the only
0: complaint I have, and... I, you guys can explain to me for eleven percent. It seems a little thin. I was just gonna bring that up, and this—it's it, always a little thin. And I know, I mean, they do it year after year. Really?
2: It's a great beer. I just think it—it's thin. We've well, talked imperial about stout. that, Jeff and I, about a couple of our stouts like being a little on the thinner side. And I don't you can, get that at all. You know, if you have to boil your beer down a lot to get that really big, thick, chewy body, or you know, add a shitload of oats or something to it. You know, like, Bourbon County, when we were up in Chicago a couple years ago, we went on the tour, and they were brewing Bourbon County the day we were there. They do a 24-hour boil on that beer. So you're taking, I don't know what batch size they're doing, but
1: basically boiling off 50% of it, Yeah, you know, Hmm.
2: just getting as thick and chewy as you can. It gets
1: real damn expensive, and for us to do that here, I mean, suddenly, instead of a $6 snifter, we're charging a $12 snifter, and it's just, it's not really viable for us that's a good uh segment into uh
0: the uh, release of the bourbon county uh, uh oh yeah oh, oh yeah they released
2: that today yeah man
0: it the, looks very interesting
2: proprietors this year sounds fucking awesome yeah and yep. i won't get any of it uh unfortunately
3: bananas foster that was the flavor it was almonds Ooh.
2: bananas and um something else uh uh, uh some kind of bark um, yeah, um with a C. Yeah, it's oh, a word that I didn't uh, recognize. Like cassia, cassia bark. There cassia. you go. Cassia bark, bananas, and almonds. I'm like, that. that's right up my alley. I love all of those things. You, Do know, you know what cassia
1: that? bark is? You couldn't say
2: it, but you know what it cassia. is. Like? I couldn't remember what it was. It took me a it's second. kind of like cinnamon. Yeah, it's, it's oh, okay. a spicy, sweet gotcha. thing. It's, it's kind of a cross heard between heard
3: cinnamon and nutmeg.
2: All right. All right, well, Nutmeg let, Ryan. That's going to be our beer name when we do <laughs> it. Yes! that.
4: That's
2: so great. Dude, way to go. I was, trying to th- I was trying to think of something. I'm like, God, there's going to be something already. Nutmeg Ryan's Red.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to add Nutmeg to Ryan's Red? Yes. Oh, no. That does not seem like a good that idea. That is
1: not going to happen. I mean, we could do a cast.
2: <laughs> I don't want that. No. So basically... <laughs>
3: Goose Island came out today. They're releasing seven beers, which is what did they released four last did year. Did you
2: read the whole article about that? Their brewmaster, who's in charge of the whole BCS program, let uh, wrote a big article on why they felt comfortable this year and why I, they had pulled back last year because of the whole. For those, I have not read, read the article, problem. but can
1: I take a guess as to why? That the, no. they decided to release seven of them.
4: <laughs> Is it because no, they no, shit money no. now that
1: they're owned by Anheuser-Busch well. and they can afford to do that? They've been by Anheuser-Busch that's that's for a long time. The, yeah, I don't think yeah, that's, I don't it think it that's, that's the reason. Well, all right.
0: I mean, how long have they have been owned by Anheuser-Busch? Ten years? Eight, I think. Yeah. It's not far from there. They had a
3: really bad problem with infections. And then they had a very cautious. They only released four beers last year. And the, right. the, the crux of the article I read was: hey, we're expanding this because we feel comfortable with where. Yeah, the beers are
2: what was the um, so they're doing. You had the list in front of you there, but they're doing two reserve versions of beers, uh, barley wine and stout this year, which are both aged in like crazy barley rare.
3: wines aged two years. The reserve is uh, 11 year old knob knob creek, knob creek
2: barrels. And then Heaven Hill is the stout. They're doing a 25 year Heaven Hill barrels, I think, uh, on the
1: stout release this year. Twenty-five, as I always said. Jesus, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I've,
2: I've
0: always wanted to go to uh Bourbon County today, and this might be the year that I have to travel up there and go and, and check Island? them out. Yeah, because you get a all You get to you get to buy them all too. I, you got to stand in line again. We've talked about that. I don't know. It's not not. They sell a they, they sell a very small amount of tickets compared to oh, like really? something like Dark Lord. Day oh, they like have a, like
2: a ticketed event. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah. I just thought you go and you get a pour of everything, and then yeah. you get a chance to buy them all before <laughs> anybody can get them. It's like uh, it's probably like six or so weeks, maybe two months before Black Friday when they're released here. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: So in October,
0: yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's not going to work.
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't know exactly know, but well, your
1: October's already booked. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs>
3: you're recovering from a fireball anima?
1: Yes, <laughs> we have. Uh, we've been trying to schedule some things here at the brewery and essentially from the first saturday of august until the last saturday of october we have something going on
3: oh nice yeah that's no, awesome man yeah. no not really it
1: kind of sucks but well yeah i mean sure but it's an alternative essentially <laughs> yeah well so you'll go ahead and open up the uh chateau La douche bag chateau La douche bag we got this board i don't know that uh has made it since this i don't know if this was a one-off
2: this is the second release of this actually
1: second release is it when did it uh, come it's out it's got the white label the
2: original one had the blue label oh that's right blue label riding. with the gold writing yeah. yep
0: yep i was it's down there little, it was a little douchier i was down there last tuesday um i took uh the brew university people uh down and i got to see the brewery for the first time and it's exactly what you think of it would be for krider libby's behind the bar you know nine and a half months pregnant uh, he's got the kid, one hand. <laughs> At one point, we got talking, and he goes, where's my kid? Underneath the ladder. And then <laughs> the cats are running everywhere. You know, it's. I was drinking apricot, Katie, which was just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for him. Yeah, he's that, got a really cool spot. Down Criderfest
3: there. is coming up in two weeks? Uh,
1: June 24th. June 24th. However many, uh, what's that, 12, like 12 days. days from today. So not this Saturday, but next Saturday. He has a shitload of breweries coming down this year sixty yeah. over sixty
2: breweries, yeah yeah, well mm-hmm. uh it said over sixty breweries and vendors, and I read through the list, and there was close to sixty breweries and then a handful of uh local restaurants and um other like art farm the t-shirt guys right, and, yeah, and, you know some vendors and stuff too, but tons of out of out of state
1: uh breweries. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about it because not only do we get to go there, and I mean, Kreider never cuts corners on his festivals; it's always yeah. a good time. And but but afterwards, there's a huge brewers party <laughs> catered by Salt and Smoke, and yeah, yeah I'm I'm really excited That's about this awesome. festival. I don't I don't get excited about a lot of festivals, but this one I am. What do they charge for a ticket? Do you know? Yes, it's forty
2: dollars um, advance, forty five at the door. Uh, it sounds like it's well worth it. So you can get it. on right now and save yourself five bucks and he's not doing any bullshit VIP. It's all one price for the whole day. You don't have to worry about getting there earlier or later than other people or missing out on special releases and certain t- you know, special tents or anything. It's just everyone that's pouring there is pouring the same beer all day. Everyone has access to it. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome.
3: So. Well, I mean, I guess that kind of wraps up our third episode. I can't believe we've three episodes and people haven't kicked us off the air yet <laughs> they can't
1: yeah yeah no it's a. The, the, <laughs> I mean i guess they could kick us off yeah
3: or... i guess that's true we are the rate podcast popular opinion to somebody <laughs> invest in us that i
0: don't know about no that you just can't get rid of us oh. we could choose whether we want to be on or not
2: like like crabs yes this shit stays <laughs> with you yes <laughs> <laughs>
3: crabs always choose to be on yes at least i've heard well, now that we made an STD <laughs> reference, thank you everybody for tuning into the Brews Room on St. Bruis Radio. Check us out on all of our social media. Jeff, you want to do it? Got no, it? because
1: the outro does it for us. Oh, remember? I forgot we had the outro. We've I'm got the outro all this shit now. All right. Thank you everybody for tuning into the Brews Room. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Brews Room, brought to you by St. Bruis Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. But who are we kidding? Of course you did. This show's awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway N in Cottleville, Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's, or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at QuestionablePursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Room or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Room. You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or any of your other favorite podcast apps or stream us at stbrewis.com slash room We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, keep drinking them beers.